loved history class. I used to run my fingers over the pictures and breathe in the smell of the pages like a straight up nerd. I love stories about adventurers and artists and inventors who are building kingdoms and just changing the world. But every year, as we'd inch closer and closer to the unit on the Civil War, so slavery, my book started to feel like one of those, you know, jack-in-the-box toys. Because I knew that at any moment I was going to turn the page and see a picture that looked like my dad or my little sister or my best friend with the word slave written underneath. If I was unlucky in the picture, they'd already be dead. If I was lucky, then in the picture they'd be in a cotton field in the blazing sun staring into the camera looking angry and defeated. I tried very hard never to look at the pictures of black people in my history books. But now I'm grown, and I get to curate my own history lessons for myself, and that's why I started reading an old issue of the black newspaper called The Washington Bee. And in it, I found this speech given in 1886 that I ended up having to take to my book club to hear their thoughts because I didn't know what to think. So far, he right. Right, he wasn't lying. <laughs> but see, I can't get with that. I see, that's what I say. Everybody sees it different. I can't 100% get with that. I can't. Well, that it's not 100%. What? It's like 80% true. <laughs> we got a lot of different perspectives, but that's a good thing. It, it helps with processing. All right, so this speech. It was given by a man named Theophile Elaine. He was mixed race. They called him a colored Creole. He was recently freed from slavery, and he was from Louisiana. His speech is titled On the Condition of the Colored People of Louisiana, and it's all about how black folks have been doing down there since they got free. Theophile keeps repeating how he wants history to remember what he's about to say, but it won't. In his speech, he says that colored Creoles like him have been looking out for their newly emancipated brothers and sisters and that they were in a position to help because colored Creoles were educated professionals and artists who traveled and learned the game and were making a name for themselves. The part that really got me was where he talks about formerly enslaved people. He says he wants history to remember that slaves were skilled in some of the most important industries of the day the industries that built this country. And it is a well-known fact, but unwritten in the history of newspapers of the country, that among the people who were slaves in Louisiana when freedom came, a very large number of them were trained before the war by their masters as a matter of business and economy. And therefore, there were to be found among the emancipated slaves, managers of sugar, rice, and cotton plantations. Colored persons in 1863 were engineers, blacksmiths, bricklayers, carpenters, painters, and cigar makers. And this fact should be written in the pages of history. And then he ends the speech with this mic drop quote that made me think back on all those pictures I'd been avoiding in my history books. I thought the look I saw in my ancestors' eyes was one of defeat, but I was absolutely wrong. 
When Louis XIV asked how it was that in ruling so great and populous a country as France, he had been unable to conquer so small a country as Holland, the minister replied, because the greatness of a country does not depend upon the extent of its territory, but on the character of its people. Amen. Mm. It is because of the industry, the frugality, and the energy of the Dutch that your majesty has found them so difficult to overcome. Mm. And that quote, oh my God. Hello and welcome to The Secret Adventures of Black People. I'm your host, Nicole Hill. Welcome to my book club. You're all caught up on the reading, so grab a drink, some snacks, get comfortable. You good? All right, so you know we've got Jasmine, Rozzy, and Jocelyn here. There's years of love in this group and also some very different, very passionate perspectives, okay? So try to keep up. And to think that the skills that they had were actually valuable skills to the economy. Like we don't we don't see it that way. We just see slaves and go do some work. But they were valued skills that the economy needed. My God. For, that's why we're so valuable. That's why there was a whole entire war, honey, because yeah. uh, they that, saw yeah. the value. They don't put it that way. They don't they don't they don't put the light on that. They just say, oh they were slaves. You know, you don't think about the skill that these slaves did was needed. That's why all them Southerners were so, they were, they were millionaires off of them slave workers. Millionaires! And hated them. And hated them. Hated them, yes. Hated them. Like, they, they in your pockets and you hate them? We don't, we don't learn about anything. Like, we, all we learn is, like, they got whipped. There's right, cotton right. and tobacco and stuff like that. But it's nice to know that, you know, they did have, like, these skills. And then it's also interesting to know, um, like, with the skills they had, it feels like they or we should be so much farther mm. in life than we are. You know, because, mm. like, when you look at how history has gone and, like, we have all these wonderful black people. Um, they have like their their own towns, their own banks, their own this, and then it's been been destroyed, right? Yeah. And so it's yeah. just like, you know, it's just like we we could have so we could just be like so have so much more in mm-hmm. life and be so much farther if like people were not jealous of the wonderful talents that we have, like we embody, right? Yeah. And it's kind of, I mean, it's, it makes you proud, but it's kind of disheartening too. I mean, just reading this little article, this short article, you, you, you feel that pride, you feel that confidence. And when you don't have that, it's easy to be shaken down, even in, even in the face of hardships. And it's like, these people were full of pride of who they were, their skill, like, this is what we have. It was almost like they're case- showcasing themselves because they're so proud of what they know that they can do. And I feel like that's something that we can take on, like, be proud, you know, of even in every little gift you have of being African-American, our history. I think it's important for us to educate like our children. I mean, I, I think it's, I think confidence and all that stuff is really, really great. But I mean, what's, 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 what breaks my heart is these people had all these confidence, all this stuff, yet white people can still take from you. I mean, 
that's just so frustrating. Like, yeah, okay, great confidence. But like, all right, how can I shut somebody down from taking from me what I have? Like, that's so, I, I just can't imagine that part of it. Like, you feel like you make such a way and then it is taken from you. You start, got to start back all over again. Like, that yeah. would drive me out of my mind. It would drive me out of my mind because it's like you can't win for losing. But these people didn't stop. They kept going. They kept. No, but I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Don't no, 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 stop. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not refuting you. I'm just saying, like, the 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 persistence that they had. They did not stop. I, I mean, know, to, but it, it until just all with all the persistence for me. It's like for what? Sometimes it's just like, look, y'all can have this country. Like, fine, I'll go somewhere else. Like, sometimes but you don't. Didn't. You get so tired of. I'm not saying don't stop fighting. Always fight for sure. <laughs> But I just am the type of person where I get tired. I don't want to constantly fight. Like, fight, 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 fight for something I should have been born with the right to, to, to be given. Like, But that's not the life they had. That is I not know. the lifestyle But I'm just had. saying, reading the article, it's I just feel sorry for them. we actually can discuss and consider, they couldn't even consider it. Mm. They couldn't even consider it. Because that's not the life that they were born into. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. The hardships and their mental, the sh- mental strength that these people had. I mean, they were strong. I heard of. They were strong. That's why I was born in 1983 because I couldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, if I was born in 1840, 1863, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I just, I, I'm not, I'm not made up of all. I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. The Lord just knew because I can't. So where did that change? I, is my question. How? How? I guess because we. Even people now talk about how the how blacks need to like kind of stick with each other and build up our race, our community, our people. And I and I feel that, but I just also have this side of me that feels like we're not the only ones in the world. <laughs> you know, and, and, it, and it also goes back to me like God created everybody. Like, and I think the I think because blacks have been so downtrodden and beaten down and we've we've been so so mistreated, you want to rebuild that back up. But I feel like in rebuilding the one, you have to rebuild all. Like you can't just only rebuild the one. Like what about my brother who's suffering over here? I'm rebuilding our community, but there's another whole community suffering. Like we my response to that is we'll get to them once we rebuild. <laughs> Building the black community is saying out everybody else. I just think I know it's, it's not saying that. Building the black think... community because we have been more than any other race. We have been so oppressed for so many country. years in so many yeah. countries in this world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a fact, yeah. right, Nicole? That's Isn't that a fact? Is that not a fact? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's just truth, and, I, and I'm yeah. with human nature. I don't hate other races but i am very much so for building our people because our people have been oppressed it's it's systematically oppression it's in whatever all the oppressions are i don't know all the words but (laughs) black people have been affected by all of them and still still affected i definitely understand both points of view i just feel that like we have we have been we've been raped and I'm not saying, you know, like, not in a sexual way. Well, definitely a sexual way. Yeah, but, like, our culture, our, like, 
our invention. Like we have been taken from so much. Everyone loves to be to talk like us and you know do all this other We're stuff. Like break. every right, get in the break, get in like everyone loves who like what we represent. Everyone loves our culture. They wanna rap, they wanna say the N-word in the rap, they wanna like dance, twerking. Like you gonna teach me how to twerk and we've been twerking since I was like sixteen or something. Don't play with me. Right? It's just like it's all <laughs> It's all this stuff they want to take, like, people take, 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 right? And it's just, like, like, you get tired of people taking stuff. Like, we need to, like, we, people take, but they don't respect us. People take, but they don't want to yeah. sit at the table. They want to, don't, they don't acknowledge. They don't want to invite us to the table. They want to, our culture is like, like, you think about all this stuff. People have continually taken from us. And it's just like, okay, we need to stop. Like, y'all not going to continue to take from us. Like, right. we are going to, like, we need to build ourselves up. And I really feel like, and I'm with you, Riza, like, all mankind, especially being a Christian, it's like, I mean, okay, you can't forget about everybody else. But, you know, <laughs> you got to love everyone. If you if we don't love ourselves first and take pride in ourselves, we can't love the next person. I agree. Like, I agree. When this country learns to respect black people, I bet it will have no problem respecting everybody across the board. Okay, but what about the thought if we... If we learn to love ourselves, like what if the country never loves us? Like what if we never get that outside love? What It starts from loving yourself. Like, I don't I, deny that, but me loving myself does not mean you should love me. T- I can say, I love, I can say, yes, I should love myself, but I, I can also say white people should love me too. It's because I'm a human being, and mm-hmm. that's the issue. It's not to me. It's never mm-hmm. been an internal thing. Black people have had pride for so long, but I just feel like to some degree. Pride ain't got you nowhere. Like, where has pride gotten us? Because nothing changes in this country. Like, I don't agree with that. Pride has been the thing that has kept us going. But pride has not gotten laws changed. And, you know, I I guess, you know what I'm saying? I mean, to some degree it has, but I don't know. I just think you need more than pride. Like, we need like five more black presidents. But then some argue that we need to stop looking for change from a system that's not going to give us change. That I agree with. Nope, you saying pride hasn't changed laws, but it's like it may that may not be the 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 end goal that we need. Yes, we need legislations. Yes, we need all that working in our favor. But it's like I I truly feel like it starts from the inside. Like there are a lot of African American people who do not have pride in our own history. Understand? Oh, no. I say build the black, build the black. Build black. White people need to build black the black. Back. Spanish build people need to build the black. black. Asian people need to build the black. It is hard to have pride when nothing is given to you. What are you prideful about? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. If I'm right, right, in the ghetto, right, right. I ain't never seen a yard with grass. It's just mm-hmm. dirt. What pride do you have? I mean, it's hard to yeah. pull pride from dirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's it's, true. Just, that's it's true. understandable that's true. That's true. why our people are the way we are. It, yeah, and it didn't yeah. start because we came over here feeling that way. We had pride mm-hmm. in ourselves back home, but it's yeah. been snatched year full five hundred years. I ain't talking about like twenty years of a bad marriage. I'm talking yeah. about thousands of years, hundreds yeah. of years. I mean, yeah. I just think it's very understandable. I think it's it's our time and it's our turn. That's all I'm saying. It's black people's time and it's our turn, and rightfully so. Everybody needs to get on the train. Please. Yeah, yeah, Jesus is on the train, honey. Our time and our turn. All right. That's another slogan. 
Our time and our turn. All right. <laughs> Before it was like, we believe in humans. Now it's like, cross that out. Right. Our time. <laughs> Give me a few years on the humans. Just black right now. <laughs> no, I understand, I though. I, I understand. I feel like if I would have had this pride, you know, like, when I was a kid, I feel like I yeah. would be so different. It like, I, I mean, even my hair, I think we talked about this. Like, even, like, if my hair, man, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Hair is such a big thing. I'm telling Girl. you, it's such a big thing. Especially for the darker, what Yes. <laughs> like, it's just like, if I would have been taught it's some so of this true. stuff as I was growing up, I would have a so much more confidence in myself yes. as a person, so much more pride. I wish this kind of a conversation could happen amongst so many more people because you, you learn from one another. Like, we may not agree on everything, but you learn and open it opens up your mind. This kind of conversation increases that pride because it reminds you of who you are, it teaches you what you did not know, and it makes you feel like you're somebody. And then you're almost, you're almost left with a call to action at the end a little bit. Like, okay, what can I do? The Bible says train up a child, like, and the way she go, you know, and they won't depart from yeah. it or whatever. It's just like, we got to start Give it training. all to them. That's right. right we got to train right. our kids up. Like, yeah. I agree. and Kendrick about to get an earful, poor babies. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all come in. <laughs> You've been listening to The Secret Adventures of Black People with me, Nicole Hill, host and producer. Everything you need to know about the show can be found at thesecretadventuresofblackpeople.com. You can follow it on social media, donate, write in with your own story. I'd love to hear it. Just visit thesecretadventuresofblackpeople.com. Shout out to the book club, Jasmine, Rozzy, and Jocelyn. Rozzy and Jocelyn are actually sisters and beautiful singers. You can find links to their music in the show notes. Thank you for listening and supporting the show and sharing it with your people, especially in California and New York. That's where the majority of my listeners are. I don't know what's going on in D.C., but I'm not offended. If the world were open and I did things like tours, I'd have the best time going coast to coast seeing y'all. Rain check. Wherever you are, thank you for listening to these stories about Black folks holding it down across space and time. <laughs>